The following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of the bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is, the Hood College bookstore has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and clothing needs. Oh, and did I mention, they also have gift cards. Lots and lots of gift cards. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Tim Jacobson, and the name of this podcast, Get to Know a Blazer, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything that is except books. But listen to the show first. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Get to Know a Blazer. I am your host, Tim Jacobson, and for those who don't know me, and I'm assuming there are many, I am the coordinator for Hood College Broadcasting Studios and an instructor of multimedia communication here at Hood. On the last episode, I had a chance to talk with Nicole Rolls, uh, the director of the Hood Annual Fund. Really great conversation with her about the importance of giving back to Hood and how uh, any kind of donation that somebody can give to Hood is beneficial, whether it's $5, $10, $10,000, $100,000, whatever it is. Those donations matter and uh, the students here very much appreciate everything uh, that our donors do for them. This week I'm doing something a little different. Today is the first episode of Get to Know an Ex Blazer where I interview alumni from Hood, people who have graduated recently people who have graduated uh, many years ago. And the idea is uh, to get an idea of what uh, life is like after hood, what people are doing, but also uh, to reconnect and, uh, and talk to alumni about their experience here at hood, what they liked about hood, whether it's classes, friendships, uh, the social life, uh, whatever it may be. But very excited to, to talk to some more Hood uh, alumni. My, my first uh, alumni is a very recent grad, uh, one of my students, and I feel like they have been gone forever, though it's, uh, it's, only, it's been less than a year, which is very strange. Without further ado, please welcome to the program Okay, so I'm Steph Nasu, and I went to Hood College for Communication Arts, and I had 
Professor Jacobson as one of my favorite professors who took the cover picture of my book. And I just graduated last May, even though it feels like 10 years ago because of COVID. That's but. what we were talking about. I Somebody's like, I, I, I told somebody, I said, I'm having Steph Nasu on. And I'm like, when did Steph graduate? And I'm like, 2019? I know. It's like, we. I, I forgot that it was only last May. So it was May 2021. Yeah. It was very recently. Not even a year. Mm-mm, not even a year. We got like a month and a half until a year. Craziness. Yeah. Wow. So you're a CA ma- CMA major. Mm-hmm. And... Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing for the past 10 months. Okay, so when you graduate, I feel like everybody asks you, like, what are you doing? Like, do you have a job? And things like that. So I was getting kind of frustrated with that question because I was applying to full-time jobs. But then one day, like, me and my mom came up with this idea that I would run my own little business for social media because it's something that I've always been really good at. Just putting people's social media together, putting websites together. Everything I learned here helped me a lot with that too. So uh, my mom knew some people from her life coaching company she works at, and I got some clients through that and a realtor in DC. And I've actually been doing their social media for them. And the realtor actually has a podcast, which is funny. So like, <laughs> oh. yeah. have you been on his podcast? No. I, what I do is I just put it, put together her like packages. Okay. So basically, um, like the headshots, the, her Instagram posts, all of that stuff I just put together and then she takes it and the, the guest takes them and posts them wherever they want. So it's really been interesting and fun and like nice to be like, I have a little business. That's awesome. So for those of you who don't know, Steph was in almost every photo class I was. that I, I think taught. I was in. Did yeah. you take, and you took a couple of video media production classes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Did you go all the way through one, two, and three? Yeah, I think I did. And then I wanted to take podcast and then that yeah. ended up falling through. And we through. were going to do podcast and then we all went in lockdown because yeah. it's like, it's hard to do a podcast when you can't have anybody over to your house or in your studio. Yes, evidently. That's not yeah conducive <laughs> to a good podcast. It wasn't conducive. Man. All right. So now you're doing that. You're yes. still taking photos, mm-hmm. but our delayed hook here why are you here on my show today i'm here on your show because i compiled a book and i was going to self-publish it but i ended up sending it into red penguin publishing and they're gonna publish my book so and it comes out tomorrow march 9th yes what can people expect if they want to order this book tell me what's what's in this book so this book is my poems and my photos, okay. which are two things that got me through so so much throughout my life. I've been writing these poems since I was in high school and taking these photos for years. So one day I was just like, I've always wanted to write a book. And I was like, I have enough poems to compile something here. And, you know, everybody's always asking, like, when you're a photographer, you know that people are like, well, you're always taking pictures. And like, why are you always taking pictures? And it's just like a passion of mine. And I have so many just mm-hmm. at excess. So it was easy for me to put it all together. It took me like a week to really compile it because I had all of it. So it's really just my poems and photos from like years of taking them and writing. And that's, I didn't know that you wrote poetry. Yeah. I When you contacted me and said, hey, can I use your photo for the cover <laughs> of my book? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm putting this again. You know, I had no idea. Tell me how are there similarities between that creative process between taking photos and poetry do you or are they different mindsets 
Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting question. Actually, um, I always felt like poetry just really came to me, like photography does. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm like the best poet or photographer in the world. Obviously, naturally, I just naturally do it. Okay, and I, it's a comfortable exactly, creative outlet. Exactly. Um, I obviously can improve in everything. Um, I love learning more about poetry. I've taken a lot of poetry classes too, and that was really inspiring to me in high school and in college. So I wrote some of the poems in my high school classes and at Hood College. Um, and then obviously we took some photos together yep. for it. So, yeah. That, I mean, I always feel like if you're going to be, you know, for me, um, like that kind of creative outlet of being a photographer, you have to go out. Mm-hmm. You have to go find you, either you have to find people to be photographed or people who are willing to be photographed. You have to go find places. For poetry, do you have to like find spots for you to do your poetry or is it just kind of like, <gasps> that's a poem and you jot it down on something, whether it's a napkin or a notebook, mm-hmm. you know, or in the middle of the night, do you wake up? Talk to me a little bit about like your your process for poetry. Yeah, so it is kind of a lot like that. Like it would just come to me, especially like I'm saying like, I went through a lot. I've always struggled with anxiety and depression. So when I was at Hood, it kind of manifested in a different way. So it is interesting to like see my poems throughout time. Certain vices and things that I used to get through my anxiety and depression came out in my poetry. So I feel like that in itself was a vice. And it was, it's very just, like I said, it just came naturally to me. Like I would just be going through something and write something down in my notes. So then I just ended up having like 50 poems in my notes. And I'm like, hey, these are pretty good. Like I love writing and I wanna do something with this. So that's really how it happened. I think for a lot of people, and I know for me, depression, anxiety, just having bad days, Mm -hmm. to get out of that, like photography is my therapy. Yeah, totally. And it's not so much like, and I I have so many photos. It's it's the process of going out and taking the photos mm-hmm. and doing that, that kind of first step in the creative process that I really have no intention of printing them or editing yes. them. I may, I may not, but yes. going through that creative process, I can like solve every problem I have. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. kind of you with poetry? Like Absolutely. I have all this stuff. I need to get it down Yes. And, you know, it may be really hard for me to to do that and to get it out of my own head and to see it. But it's this is valuable Mm -hmm. for my own mental health, well-being. Definitely. Yeah. And they say that they say you should write things down. So I think over time, like I just took in a lot of the things that people were telling me to do to help my anxiety. And that manifested as one of them, which is awesome. Like I love having positives come out of my anxiety because it's been hard to deal with like throughout my life. So I'm thankful for it and for everything I've been through because I don't think I would have even known what poetry was or turned to writing if I right. didn't go through those things. When, do you know like when you started? Like you said you wrote in high school, but were you thinking, you know, at, on a like a written level before that? Yeah, honestly. Like you just jot things down or? I'm trying to think and I think when when I was a kid, I sang a lot, did musical theater. So I like obviously wanted to be like a rock star or something. So I would write songs 
and songs are which is poetry basically poems yeah so i kind of figured out that oh i have these really good lines and other than my voice not much you know musical <laughs> talent so i'm not really like you know at a keyboard singing songs right. and writing them it was a lot easier for me to just write poems and i think it came it comes across better that way too like just to have a simple because in my head i'm very extreme so i think like with the okay. chorus and everything else just breaking that apart and just having a poem was just very me and just felt right have you turned any of your poems into songs i haven't i haven't i honestly have you thought about should. doing that i have thought about doing that um i think i would need to find somebody that was like very musically inclined like instrumental wise because if they could figure out a melody i got the words and the voice so. all right podcast land <laughs> yeah everybody out there contact steph nashu please she has tons of poetry and i'm sure she will yes. give you um writing credits i will of course <laughs> of course as far as like your experience here at Hood, good, bad, indifferent, or whatever, yeah. are there moments that you can look back on from Hood and say this was a a good? Was it a class? Was it you know friends? What was it that you that you can take away from Hood that's a positive experience? I think I had a lot of positive experiences actually. Um, I'm very happy that I ended up going here because I think I learned a lot about myself. Um, your classes, of course, made a huge impression on me. I remember in one of the classes we watched this video about um, a famous photographer. Vivian Meyer. Yes. And I was shocked, like just at how much like passion came up for me for that. I was just like, I would love to do this. Like, I want to follow this dream. Like, I've always been like the type of person that wasn't very conventional in a career path. Like, I always knew I was going to be doing something artistic because that's just who I am so like being in a class where I could see that like see a dream that I could have come true and somebody else doing it was very inspiring and really just made me want to keep doing what I was doing well that makes me feel good yeah <laughs> what about I mean obviously you took writing classes here too yes right? I did yeah were those just reinforcement of or did you what were some uh some skills I guess that you learned in those writing classes that kind of helped you because I'm sure a lot of the poetry that you wrote might be some new stuff or you wrote mm -hmm. after taking those classes. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, in, in high school, I was really into creative writing. So I took a lot of those classes and a lot of those poems are in the book as well. And I just took a creative writing class actually last semester when I was here just a short few months ago, like we've said. Um, and a lot of those poems are also in my book and a short story. So I was really inspired by that class. Um, Dr. G, my girl, love her. Yep. <laughs> she helped me a shout lot. Out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> do you have specific, do you have like um, subject matter or themes that you kind of gravitate towards? And tell us a little bit about what those are. Like if somebody's going to buy the book, what, you know, what are some themes kind of, you know, um, do you have a style that you write in? Yeah, I would say my style, again, is not very conventional. I'm very abstract in, like, every way possible, so... You're not, like, rhyming every third line yeah. and, you know... <laughs> yeah, so, like, the ones that are like that are the ones that I wrote in my classes. The ones that aren't, I just kind of riff with it, and it just becomes something magical. I have to say, I do... I love just writing and seeing what happens with it. And most of the themes are... So, basically, I wanted to put this book out there I wanted to publish it because okay. 
I wanted to help people feel less alone and I wanted to help people understand that other people are going through the same things and that you can rise up through it all and just kind of shed light on, you know, how hard relationships can be, life can be, accepting death, things like that. Um, So that's really what I wanted to do. I really, I want people to feel like they're not the only person in the world dealing with these things because I think depression and anxiety can make you feel like that so easily. So I hope that people can really like read the message in my poems and see that I'm like reaching my hand out to them. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, I mean, I can know. I think a lot uh, kind of more um, not I don't want to say acceptance, but allowing people to like raise their hand mm-hmm. and say, yeah, I deal with depression and I deal yes. with mental anxiety and some forms of mental illness. I feel like over the last two years, there's been more of, of a, a kind of an opening arm, like you say, you know, reaching out and saying, yeah, okay, me too. Absolutely. Um, you know, I always, I'm, I'm a, the eternal optimist. So I'll mm-hmm. take the last two <laughs> years and go, this has sucked all the way through. Yeah. I need to find positives <laughs> out of this. Yes. Um, and I think that's one of them, you know, that were, I think, more willing to to say, you know, you don't seem right today. Mm-hmm. Is there something you want to talk about? And if it's, you know, you don't want to talk to me, can you talk to somebody? Because you just don't seem like you today. Instead of going, what the hell's wrong with that person? Yes. You know, God, mm-hmm. you know, can't even, you know, pay attention or whatever. Yeah. And I, I do that with my students now. I, I, I will find myself just going back up for a half a second maybe you just want to say hey i hope you have a good day you know you seemed kind of quiet today i hope you have a better day yeah of course it's definitely just like normalizing that people go through phases people go through things and i think it's been so taboo for so long to get help go to therapy and just accept that something some things are really hard for people and i have you know a certain type of brain i i have ocd so um, the way I think about things is really different than other people. Right. And I think like in order for mental health awareness to get better and for people to feel less alone, like I'm saying, is to just not make it so taboo and make sure that people know that other people are like this. There's nothing wrong with it. And there are ways to help. You're not trapped and alone forever. Like there are other people here too. Yep. Yeah. We're all on the same spinning, yeah. you know. <laughs> Rock. Rock. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Tell me about uh, the photography in the book, besides the awesome cover. Okay, yeah, <laughs> by you. Uh-huh. What kind of what kind of photography do you gravitate for, towards? So I I really love using photography for artistic purposes. Obviously, there's many different forms of photography. As yep. we've been over in your classes, there's food photography, you know, this and that, everything. But I really love photography where I can collaborate with another artist and get a feeling across. Like I just love, a, for lack of a better term, a vibe, a vibey no, photograph. I, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think that's that. a very all-encompassing like vibe. Yeah, no, and I really like throughout my, throughout high school and throughout college, I mean, I always loved photography, but I really started just going after people that I knew. I would meet a lot of people that were in 
photography Mm -hmm. that were trying to be freelance photographers like in high school there was this street meet dc which is really close to my house i mean close enough but growing up we would go downtown and it was like a bunch of photographers and models who would meet up and just collaborate and take these like incredible photos and um just like i loved that so i just kept reaching out to people that i knew and reaching out to people that i thought had beautiful photographs and i was like let's collaborate let's do something artistic together and that's just really how I started. That's cool. So I, do you gravitate more towards taking photographs of other people or just going out and like finding like things that are, are you mutually have uh, an appreciation for? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I would say I gravitate more towards taking photos of things okay. and landscapes. And I think I would gravitate for other when I find other artists to have them take photos of me uh-huh. because I, I do love I, I hate to say modeling because I just feel like it's art, an artistic expression. I don't feel like it's modeling. Yeah. I feel like it's just. Well, me. model. I feel like modeling is like, here's an outfit. Go put this yeah. on. We're going to make an ad. Exactly. That's like Instead high fashion. Of, can we just go out and take some cool photos? Definitely. I don't, you know, whatever it is. We can go in the studio. We can go downtown. We'll go up in the woods. We, you know, we'll go straight to D.C. Yeah. No, there should be a word for that. I don't know what right? it is. I don't know, but I, I hate to say modeling. We need to find like a subset <laughs> of modeling because it's not really figure study. That's more studio. That's more, mm-hmm. you know, bodyscaping. But um, we need to find a term. We need a term. For just like taking photos of people, like whether it's portraits or whatever it may be. Yeah. So cool. For somebody who is hesitant, you know, who has those, you know, I've been writing, you know, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, you know, I have been, I've been writing poetry for a long time, but I don't know if it's good enough or I don't know how to start or I don't feel confident, comfortable enough to show it to somebody. What kind of advice can you give them? Well, I can say when I was going, when I was compiling this book and then I was going to go out and publish it myself, Mm -hmm. I actually, one of my boyfriend's cousins had known somebody in New York whose mom... Hold on. You just said one of your boyfriends. How many boyfriends do you have, (laughs) Steph? (laughs) He has a lot of cousins. I'm kidding. I'm dead. I'm so sorry. Yes. Your boyfriend's cousin. (laughs) I'm one of my 16 boy... Yeah. Um, Yes. So he, he just happened... I was just happened to be telling everybody I was writing this book because I was so excited. I was like, I have this book compiled in Canva. By the way, Canva's awesome. Shout out Canva. Okay, Canva. All right. So I was telling everybody and one of the cousins was like, I know somebody who lives in New York and his mom runs this publishing company. And he was like, send it in. And I was like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't think I should. And I wasn't going to send it in. And he was like, just try it, like whatever. So I probably waited like a month or two because I was just like, I'm not, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm afraid of rejection. I don't want to be, you know, (laughs) depressed over this. I compiled it. You know, I'm like the type of person that like, I want to do it myself. Okay. Is it that you're hard to just give up control? Yes. That's oh, a little OCD. There you go. There's the OCD mm. comment. Yeah, we there have that is. in common. Okay, good. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I yeah, I gave up control for a second, which was really a huge step and out of my comfort zone. A little scary? Yeah, it was so scary. I didn't know what they were going to say. And then I got an email back, like, I think it was like two months later. Okay. So it was like a little bit, but I've heard it, it can take way longer than that. Um, and I was just like shocked i was so excited and if i hadn't taken that leap then i could have never been saying that i yeah. published a book so 
take take That's a chance. That's awesome. <laughs> no, and it's something we talked about in class all the time. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you approach somebody and say, "Can I take your photo or can I interview you or whatever?" Yeah, uh, they can say no. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you have no idea until you go and do that to allow yourself to be vulnerable and go, hey, you want to publish my book? No. Okay. Yep. You're back to, you didn't lose anything. You've lost nothing. You're just back to where you were before you went. It's so true. But if you don't try it, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, I could have not tried it and then this wouldn't be happening. So uh, where, where can we find your book? Okay, so it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and I could go to other bookstores and ask them to sell it, but I don't know if I'm going to do that yet. But now, are know. you going to have a book signing? Are you going to have like a big? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like everybody that I've talked to about it is like, please sign my book, and I'm like, I'll try to do the coolest signature I can. But no I, have you been practicing your signature? Uh, well, do you have like a notebook <laughs> full of Steph Nasu? I, I used to when I was a kid, so my dream's coming true. I'll be giving my autograph. Get yourself a whole bunch of Sharpies. Yep. What's your, so if you're going to do, uh, what color Sharpie would you use? Like if you were going to sign, would you do purple or yellow? I or? do good old black. Just it's my favorite color. Black Sharpie. Yes. Okay. Very classy. That's so awesome. <laughs> now, are you nervous about tomorrow? Are you like just like terrified? I am. I'm I, terrified and it's not even my book. I know. I'm not, I'm terrified <laughs> in a good way. That's just it. I'm yeah. like terrified with like, I want to see this book now. Right. And I, you know, I'm also obviously terrified because it's like my baby. I made it and I just want to make sure that it's compiled correctly. Right. The way I want it to look. And, you know, it's not going to be 100 percent perfect. Exactly. You're going to look through that. You're going to go. Yep. 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 Mm hmm. mm -hmm, Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is going to look at it and is going to go, this thing's amazing. They're going to th- they're not because you're going to nitpick it apart because you're not going to allow yourself to be perfect. It's true. Because you're OCD and you're perfectionist. Yes, I'm so, such a perfectionist. Which, you know, there's no way we can be good at what we do. No, no. Exactly. I'll always find something. I will always find something. Yeah, it's, you know. Man. Um, so what's one, when you were in school, what's one thing you wish, I don't want to say there's something that you wish you could take back, but what's something like, do you wish you were more involved in clubs or do you wish you put yourself out there or did more things? What's something you wish you did? Like, I'm so upset <laughs> at myself for not doing this Honestly, over four years. I, I have to say I have no regrets. Good. Because I just, I always think about this and like as much as I went through, it's like I was exactly who I wanted to be in college. I was free. I mm-hmm. did what I wanted. You know, it didn't really matter what was going on. It was just the experience that I needed to have to grow and just become who I am now. Yeah. So I've, I'm happy for it. The only thing I wish didn't happen was that we got pulled out of class when I was like in my favorite classes. It was like one with you, one with Goldenbach. That was communication ethics. That was one of my favorite classes yeah. ever. It was so interesting. Oh, you know that you graduated the same year my daughter did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was that last... Yeah, because she was in Sweden. She went to Sweden. She went to Stockholm, came home, and then they're like, oh, yeah, and Hood's not coming back either. I remember that. So come grab all your stuff. (laughs) Here's this Zoom thing. Oh, my gosh. It was funny. I was at uh, an event last night, um, and it was a a Ukraine panel discussion. And there was a bunch of people on Zoom, and they were having trouble. And there was like, I don't know, there's maybe 20, 25 of us in the audience, and there's all these people. Mm -hmm. And everybody's a Zoom expert. 
now. Oh, They're like, yeah. oh, you need to do this. Oh, you need to go over there and you need to hit this button. Of oh, course. make sure you mute everybody. I'm like, like, <laughs> this sudden. never would have happened. We're all like experts on this stupid platform. Zoom I that know. I, never, I wish we weren't. <laughs> I never want to do again. Me either. I, I mean, I love Zoom. I think Zoom's great. I think Zoom kept me from going crazy because I'm like, I can do it for class, but now I can do it Zoom happy hours and, you know, just. Oh, yeah. Those were interesting, you know? too. Yeah. What a time period. <sighs> what a time. Yes. <laughs> so what are you going to do tomorrow? How do you, do you have to go to the local Barnes & Noble? Or are they going to deliver you the book? What, how do you get your copies? So I've talked to the main publisher who I've been in contact with about okay. getting books. She said that there's a author discount. Not quite sure what that is yet. So if she doesn't order me the books, I'm just going to have to order them myself because I've heard that authors a lot of the times are the last people to see their book. Are you serious? Yeah. It gave me obviously anxiety to hear that when I'm under stress, hoping that this is perfect. But um, yes, at least I'm not alone in that. And other authors also deal with that. Um, yeah, so I may be the, the last person. So Well, when I get mine, yeah. Because I said, I, I pre-ordered two and I <laughs> yes. may order more. But if I get them, I'll be like, please. 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 And maybe we can convince her to have you like for a book signing here. That would be really cool. That would be great to do something over in Tatum. Yeah. Or here on the third floor. I would be nervous. But Where would, would you rather insane. have it? Would you rather have it like in the lobby of Tatum? Or um, up here. Oh, wow. I feel like the, up here now that it's space. groovy like this. I love it. Are you going to come to uh, alumni night? April, April, whatever, alumni meetup? Oh, yeah. I did I did get that. Did you get the invite? Wh- which day of April? Because I am going on yeah. a, a beach trip. <laughs> um, I might not be able to come. April 20th? April 13th? April 13th, okay. Wednesday, April 13th from 6 to 8. Okay, I'll have to figure that out. I'm also get, getting my wisdom teeth out soon, so. <laughs> You're I just getting them out now? What yes. are you, 14? I, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's pretty bad. You're 24? I'm, I'm 23. 23. I just turned 23 in February. And you still have your wisdom teeth. <sighs> yeah, and they're freaking me out about it because apparently it's like a longer recovery if you've waited, but I'm like, all right, mm. whatever. They're going to give me some drugs. It's going to be okay. They'll give you good I'll drugs. I'll live. <laughs> It'll probably be, be fun honestly i just sit around and watch 10th kingdom or something you ever seen that no it's like a tv special about um i will look it up then. yeah you'll have to i'm not even gonna tell you what it's about you can watch it okay that's very weird i'll ask my daughter she'll know yeah she probably would uh steph nasu thank you for coming on the show thank have you, you do you keep in touch with people from school yes yes um, are you still even are you still course. local yeah, I mean, I'm 45 minutes away, okay. so I like to give myself some time if I'm, like, getting down here. Yeah. Because, you know, traffic. So you're not Frederick, but you're still Maryland. Yeah, I'm, like, Kensington, Bethesda area. Okay. I always say Bethesda because nobody knows what Kensington is. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Kensington, where's that? Bethesda. It's Yeah, exactly. Like, they always ask, where's that? So I just say Bethesda now. Cool. So, yeah. Don't be a stranger. I won't be. This I is really fun. Everyone. I'm very, very excited. This was cool. <laughs> Thank All you. All right. Have a good afternoon. Okay, you too. All right. Thank you again to Steph Nasu uh, for being on the on the show today. I know she's nervous about this book coming out, but I think that's a good thing. It means that she cares, uh, and it means that she put a lot of time into into putting this book together. A lot of thought, a lot of hard work, a lot of passion. So 
I think that's uh, admirable, and I'm very much looking forward to my copies coming in the mail sometime soon. And if you're, you know, if you're looking for a book, uh, go on Amazon, find Steph Nasu's book, order it. Uh, that's another way. You know, we talk about giving back to students, give back to an alumni, especially a recent one who, you know, would love to sell tons and tons of books. That's our show for this week. I'm not sure who my guest will be next week, but I have a couple people in mind. Until then, thank you for tuning into the first episode of Get to Know an Ex Blazer. I'm your host, Tim Jacobson, and as always, be kind to each other, and most importantly, be kind to yourself. The lead-in and lead-out music for our show, titled Grandpa, is written and played by none other than John Medallis. Get to Know a Blazer is a production of Hood College Broadcasting Studios.